0: everyone welcome to the podcast. We're two seemingly meaningless people talk about very very meaningful things. I'm Chris and with me as always is a lady who's playing <laughs> with her toothpick and being a little bit impertinent. <laughs> I'm sorry. You look like a like a like a like a school kid who was like I'm not I'm channeling Jack. Yeah. When I pull out a video camera. (laughs) 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 That's what he does. Gives us the hard stare and then just
1: goes (laughs) 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 Our friend our friend Jacob said he started using that. He said he was using it with his daughter Ella. But his wife was like, actually you've been using
0: that (laughs) to me with me.
1: It's Sorry, a pretty good.
0: It's a pretty good response. I mean it's like a it's
1: when you don't have anything, you can't think of anything you want to say. At least
0: not anything better. <laughs> Plenty to say, but what beats a good <laughs> So
1: You can see it too. Like someone will talk to Jack and he stares, he's thinking, he wants to do something mm-hmm. funny. He wants to say something, and that
0: and that's, that's what, what he pulls off. out
1: most of the I mean, time.
0: It's a classic. <laughs> It's worked for him this long, so he's like, why not just stick with it?
1: Aww. So are you
0: going to say who you are, or did you?
1: Oh, I'm Leslie.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to make sure if they couldn't tell by your voice that yeah. we hadn't switched co-hosts.
1: <laughs> this is my Shocker! Wife.
0: <laughs> shocker! Episode whatever, shocker.
1: Leslie is I no feel, longer with us. I feel like they really
0: jumped the shark. <laughs> they were just
1: talking about their marriage like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Which happens sometimes. Oh God, that's depressing. What? That is true. Well, I just heard about like a famous
0: well, but a lot of th- person well, that was
1: charging people for marriage retreats. That's funny.
0: While they were like, oh, while that was going on, uh-huh. no way, yeah,
1: that's so duplicitous. They released like a a uh, statement, and it said we've been having trouble for so this many years, and people were like, why did I pay? however many hundreds of dollars to come to your marriage oh, conference. Oh, man, that's so... I know.
0: <clears throat> well, hmm. I'm not going to say that's on the people for going to marriage conferences. There were probably signs before that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, people were warning for a long time not to read Rachel Hollis's books, so. There I said it. Yeah, you
0: did. <laughs> Name dropped it. And you could see, even as you are doing that, again... The flash in front of your eyes. No, like, was me I'm gonna sane. do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. Move All down. right,
0: so dedications. Let's get into this. This yes. is we 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 know that you have lots of podcasts now to listen to due to the coronas. Yeah, and everyone seems to be able to listen to more podcasts than me. <clears throat> I get to listen to fewer podcasts. You said this last week.
1: I know. Yeah, I'm just. We I'm already know very how sad upset. your life is, and you haven't mowed this week.
0: I know. I need to mow.
1: That's when you get to listen. We already have a stray baby. Is he already back out? Yeah. I just, He's just much... wandering around the time. Hi, room. Jack. What are you doing? Uh, um, I need my goldfish in my tongue.
0: What? You...
1: I need some goldfish in my tongue.
0: You got some go- goldfish on your tongue? Mm-hmm. All right. Who doesn't? That's a, that's a good way to think about <laughs> wanting to eat. I want to get some of that goldfish on my tongue. <laughs> All right. What are we, like two minutes into this? That's a great sign. (laughs) After further thought, he decided he did not want goldfish. Mm -hmm. Or really any food. He just wanted to get back in bed and finish watching Peppa Pig, which is what
1: he was doing. (laughs) Sometimes once you get out, you're like, you know what? I had a pretty good situation in there. This,
0: I mean, this is a a parable on sin. (laughs) That's what that is you do it, and you realize, (laughs) I think what I had was pretty good. I think I'll just go back. I'm just going to go back, and let's let's hope that no one noticed. All right, so So what's the dedications? I
1: have an undedication this week. What does that mean? It's the opposite of a dedication. You're hating someone? Not someone. Something. (gasps) I would like to undedicate this episode to the glucose screening test.
0: Well... I don't think anybody likes the glucose screening test, but you desperately hate the glucose. I feel like
1: test. we should be grateful for it. It's, it's a good thing that they're trying to do, but here's my problem. This is 2020. I don't understand why the system... I, I don't understand why it's like it is. Mm-hmm. Why is it not simpler to find out if you have gestational diabetes?
0: I hate to say it, but can it get any more simple than drink this drink and we'll find out?
1: No, it. That seems kind of like
0: that, that witch, seems
1: complex. Witchcraftery, like voodoo doctor. <laughs>
0: drink this sugar.
1: No, we'll see how In your body hour, handles the sugar. Here's what I think. Okay, I feel like you should be able to like be scanned or something. <laughs> Like, just put me in a machine. Now you realize that people actually with diabetes still have to prick their skin and
0: draw their own blood right I mean, now. that's a problem, And you're, too. you're complaining that, that you have to drink a drink.
1: If I had to deal with that, I would... You'd undedicate. be like, this is
0: 2020. Right. Surely there's a way to check and for like, diabetes. Okay,
1: so the drink. I was trying to th- think, what what is this drink? It's like hummingbird food. Ugh. But mixed with amoxicillin. What? Yeah, have you ever had amoxicillin? Yeah. You yeah. know how thick thick it is, but when you take amoxicillin, babe, it's You're... like a little dose at a time. Mm-hmm. This you have to drink the whole bottle. Anyway, I feel like there's just
0: there's a disconnect between our great advancements. Yes. And
1: absolutely.
0: Surely they could make I mean, if they can make a great tasting drink that has zero sugar, Right. Right? Yes. And and See, no you're, calories. You're getting me. Surely they can make a great tasting drink that's full of sugar and cal you don't care. If uh, right. it's all the sugar like, and what's all the calories, the why does it why do we have to drink with this? With
1: Dr. Pepper. I mean yeah. Yeah. why not a soda or mm-hmm. I don't get it? I personally mm. think there's
0: a it's big pharma. Yeah. Yeah, they own all the glucose I think producing right. Conspiracy. factors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm and familiar. I keep
1: hearing about these like legendary or what are they called like magical like jelly beans you can take jelly beans or gummy bears what no one's ever offered me this i well, have heard about it my whole pregnant we
0: have gummy bears in career. there right now if you would like <laughs> and people will bear. say
1: like oh you should do the gummy bear test i'm like where is this option. gummy bear test <laughs> It's fabled. Fabled! That's mm-hmm. the word I was
0: looking yeah, for. I said
1: legendary.
0: Well, so do you think... Okay, so <laughs> here's prediction time. Do you think you're going to pass it or fail it the first time? Probably fail. Because you always fail?
1: Have ever yeah. pa- Have you ever passed it? Never. Never. You didn't pass it with Gideon? No. Wow. I always fail the first test and pass the second test.
0: And the second test is worse.
1: The second test is way worse. But I was telling my friend uh, the other day that, you know, I was kind of like... Reluctant to have children, and I think that this is the Lord like saying, You know what? That was really stupid. I'm going to bless you with children because I love you, Mm -hmm. but you have to take these two tests every time
0: Mm -hmm. as a consequence for your rebellion. (laughs) Like, you don't get to enter the promised land, Moses. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's a good. That's a good thing to. I was like, if that's undedicate.
1: the case, I'll take. It the would test. be
0: undedicates better than be like, I would like to curse this episode. <laughs> the thing I want to, I want to curse this episode to the glucose test. Yeah.
1: So, do you have an, a dedication or an undedication? I do. I have a
0: dedication, and then I, I just forgot what it was. Oh no. Yes. What was it?
1: Was it about food?
0: No, although food is Is it about the good. show we're watching? It was. There we go. Ah. That's what it is. I was looking at our, our our game closet and I got distracted by our board games. You're about I to said,
1: dedicate mm, to games mm, instead.
0: Board games, uh.
1: yeah.
0: We have quite a few. Really? Anyway, we're watching this show called Alone mm-hmm. due to the recommendation of a friend. And it's on Hulu.
1: Yes. She actually said the last season is on Netflix. Season six.
0: But it's And it's not on Hulu?
1: Um, well, you can watch it if you don't have Hulu. You can watch oh, it oh, ad the, free on Netflix. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. but we um, we started back. It's on really,
0: Hulu. It, and I don't know what season it starts with. Was it start with I five it, or three,
1: three? Is the one three, we're watching oh, okay.
0: right? Oh, that's right.
1: Because we were like, why not one and two? Why is why is one and two not here? Oh yeah.
0: But they're like we're gonna. You're gonna have to. We're gonna take these off. (laughs) One, it's History Channel. If you've ever tried to buy anything from the History Channel, which a dork like me has tried to do multiple, they are like the worst place Uh to try and buy their shows from. It's history. Yeah, it's over. It's gone. It's not there anymore. (laughs) In fact, us getting rid of it then makes it a part of our programming. (laughs) Uh, So we can do a show on the show that we did now. But in this is
1: 2017. Really, yeah,
0: we had a five-episode broadcast <laughs> on the Nazi right. Um, it, they, so they drop these people off middle of nowhere with yeah. ten items ten that people. they get to pick. Mm-hmm. So ten people get ten items. Sounds like sort of a bad nursery.
1: <laughs> they put them in ten. Places. And they put them
0: in ten places. <laughs> and.
1: The guy who created it is real. He's like ten,
0: and then we'll give them ten things, and we'll put them in ten places.
1: With ten, they're like
0: genius with tens. Oh man! So yeah, then they survive out there, and like.
1: It's like a one contest. person.
0: One, one person dropped out after, on like day three, yeah. and it was Mister Positive Attitude. Oh. He's like, I teach my kids PMA, Positive <laughs> Mental Attitude. And then, like two episodes, two two days in, he's like, I'm gonna eat my own skin. Like, what? His, Not his mental
1: stamina. He, he
0: blew it with his mental attitude. He, he didn't did. get tired. He didn't get. He just.
1: He was just not checked out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really think I could have made it longer than yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and I and you know the producers were like, Are "You kidding me?" He even made a comment like,
1: "I Our guess favorite. a bunch of
0: people try out for this show." Yeah, and then he was like, "I only lasted three days." You know, they're <laughs> thinking someone else could have lasted. Yeah, we got more content. Yeah, but they're up to day sixty.
1: Yeah, something it's good. Now. It's really good. And God, I can't <clears> believe they <throat> lasted that long. I know what They have like, to hunt their own. Yeah. Food and, yeah forage forage mm-hmm. or hunt or fish but one thing i love about shows like this is it is like a pro it's like a living proverb you get to watch mm. people in situations <laughs> and my favorite was mr lack of self-control like
0: oh yeah, like, you just
1: you see these things that you read about in the bible mm. like fleshed out
0: yeah Like, Titus, teach your young men to be self-controlled. And then there's this young man, and he's like, I don't want Like, just
1: just yelling at everything. He was in bed (laughs) trying to sleep. Yeah. And the birds woke him up. Stupid (laughs) birds! Stupid loud birds! It reminded us of a Little Bear episode where Al can't sleep. His sweet little, little birds, sweet little birds,
0: sweet little loud birds. Yeah, that's what he was like, just <laughs> screaming into the night. And we're just like, Whoa, because he's only like it's not like day 30 no. of being alone, it's like just a couple days. Yeah, and he's he like, was just so frustrated. And
1: at what life. do you know?
0: He had an accident and had to go home. Yeah, and I could see that coming, but
1: yeah, but he was young. That's mm-hmm. why you got to teach it. It's and it's
0: so funny to watch them all. These talk about how thankful they are for all these creatures and for creation, and it's like oh,
1: so, so
0: dead on in the face. Like they so obvious that there's a creator. Yeah, and even vague, re, vague. Sort of thanks yeah. given to said creator, right? But then, like,
1: but then they direct it to the fish, yeah, that he made, and they're like, "Thank you, fish," and they kiss think, it.
0: You would think that the Bible would talk about that.
1: <laughs> Maybe Romans one, like yeah. that exact thing, totally, yeah. But one Change thing, streak for life. Yep. One thing we did we did talk about last night is even though their gratitude is misdirected, like they're not putting it toward the right place. The people who do at least have gratitude do a lot better on this show, yeah it was no, yeah. the people who like just stopped being thankful mm-hmm. you could just see like everything crumble around
0: mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and you've got some people pittering around out there like you know Cinderella and her her little birds or yeah. whatever yeah it's crazy, but so I've really liked the show we, yeah, it's we've been really great jam packed it in and it, it's it's one that. You know, I think Jack was in here watching it with us a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we can't
1: quite watch it with our older kids. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: They have choice language that they bleep out. Yeah, but you still, still yeah. yeah, it's like, eh. Yeah. So anyway.
1: And then some like, blurred weird,
0: out. Weird decisions. Blurred out. Yeah. Bot, like, I'm going to go gonna skinny go... dip. <laughs> yeah. And it's like,
1: what? It's all blurred out, but it, yeah. We it's win. still
0: just weird. Yeah. But anyway. And, there's, and, and their they're lives weirdos. back home. They're weird people. Yeah, there there's some ungodliness going on. Yeah, and so they're like, I'm living with my boyfriend yeah. in Alaska <laughs> with his parents, and it's like, what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. But interesting show nonetheless. I can't imagine what it would be like to <clears throat> do that uh, to leave. Some of them have families, and they've been gone from their families for sixty days. Yeah, there's a, a, a mom. moms and. Dads, and yeah. one of them said, they just say, and you said, I think that would slightly offend me, right? It was like 60 days in, and well, he was like, I miss the, my family, but I didn't know I'd miss them that much. Yeah, a lot it's of like the guys after two months, have
1: said that, like, yeah, they've said things like, I, I've i always loved my family, but I didn't know it would be this hard. I'd, I'd be like, Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> you better know how hard it's gonna be to be <laughs> away from us. I didn't
0: know I wouldn't like being away from them. <laughs>
1: It's, oh, it's a far cry from going somewhere with you like we're two hours in you're like i miss the kids why did we go are here? we leaving why did we go on a date let's go back let's take our kids on our dates <laughs>
0: they're like the fruit of how awesome our dates are
1: we went to a doctor's appointment this week 20 minutes from our house and we were pulling into the parking lot and you said guy i just I wish we had. A qu- I wish we didn't have to keep doing it this way. <laughs> it's like what you're like. I wish the kids could come with us.
0: I do. <laughs> I'm tired of not being able to take all my kids to the doctor when we go. Yeah, yeah. and that's
1: true. They haven't because of COVID restrictions. They haven't got to be apart really. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's but- always fun
0: to be <laughs> packed into that little room and let oh, them see the ultrasound. Yeah. and and, and it- just to be with them. Like in the Well, car imagine
1: what we've missed because all the other pregnancies, that mm-hmm. was a sweaty, frantic mess having mm-hmm. a bunch of toddlers yeah. and preschoolers running around. But now it would actually be like civilized.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Too bad. Yeah. We'll have to have another one. We've, uh, we'll have to have another in a non pandemic year.
0: Oh, uh, let's do that. I'll look it up. When I'm
1: 45.
0: Yeah, golly. <laughs> in my yeah, prime. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the ripe old age. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, anyway, that's what I want to dedicate it to. So check it
1: out. Yeah, and if we hurry, we can maybe watch a little bit more before bed. So let's, let's get to our first
0: uh, topic. And if you have a favorite show that you like, <clears throat> send it to us at Ask the podcast. Yeah. At gmail.com. We're always
1: looking for You guys are watch. really
0: good about sending us your recommendations on various things. And mm-hmm. so if you've got shows that you think, oh, I bet they haven't heard of I mean, your show,
1: Pop-Tarts were a little iffy. The,
0: some of the Pop-Tart stuff was like, like we said, like communist China sort of <laughs> stuff. But that's all right. We don't judge. No. Although apparently that is what you're supposed to do about everything right now. Um, so, but yeah, send us, if there's a fun little show that you've discovered in the middle of nowhere...
1: Yeah, because um, I never, never, yeah. So thanks to Leslie yeah, and Ben yeah. for that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, so ask the podcast at gmail Send it to us. All right, what do you want to talk about tonight?
1: Well, we we were going to try to squeeze in a few topics.
0: The first
1: is just an interesting thing that you actually taught me. Yes. And then that I noticed in my Bible reading this week. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's talk about the Bereans.
0: Let's talk about the Bereans.
1: How often have we heard, be like the Bereans? Yeah, yeah. And and <laughs> often,
0: and here's my thing, yeah. is often what happens is when people say, you've got to be Berean about it, what what they're saying is you. when people are preaching the word, you're supposed to come at it skeptically. Mm-hmm. Like, have them prove to you mm-hmm. what, they, you know, so it's almost like this, hmm, yeah. I don't <clears throat> know. I remember. I'm going to search the scriptures and see if that's true. <laughs> Which, again, it, as you read text, if you say it that way. Right. Uh, but what's actually happening when you go to the Bereans in, in Acts, Acts 17, uh, is it says that what made them uh what made them noble was that uh they received the word with all eagerness examining the scriptures daily to see if these things are so in other words Paul's preaching the word and they're going what that's awesome and then getting in the Bible to be like look at it it's there so I think the Berean I think we misread the Bereans. Yeah so your job isn't when the pastor preaches, or when you're listening, to whatever, to be going, always have that skeptical eye yeah, about the I don't word know or what's being anti- talked. That's his interpretation. Yeah, you know that's sort. But but instead, to mm. see that that the the preacher who's hopefully preaching the word mm-hmm. is laying out before you a feast. Mm-hmm. That you're then, it's like it's like if you're at Thanksgiving and someone's bringing out mm-hmm. all the dishes, mm-hmm. and you are eagerly. About to chow down on all of them. You mm-hmm. can't chow down on all of it at church, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the sort of intro meal. That's the the, the wedding of the appetite. Mm-hmm. Then you're supposed to be like you're supposed to be receiving these things. And he's mentioning verse after verse after verse. And yeah. you're oh, and then you go home mm-hmm. and you just examine the scriptures to see these things. Mm-hmm. You are going through and seeing them there. So I think when we tell people to be like a Berean. Mm-hmm. We sometimes misuse it because we put that negative spin on it. Yeah. When actually, to be like a Berean would be to be eagerly listening to the preaching of God's word excited mm-hmm. about what's being laid in. Right. not skeptical and that
1: lines up with mm-hmm. what you always talk about in 1 Corinthians 13 yeah. you're believing all things you're not yes. you're not thinking your pastor's trying to yes. hoodwink you yes
0: if you yeah if you love if you love your mm-hmm. pastor and you're certainly under his leadership for a reason right oh, you know hopefully you're not just there just cuz mm-hmm. uh, and so you you know this man to be a godly man to shepherd you all as he's laying out the word your job is not to always be looking at him askance, mm-hmm. like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. I don't know about what he's saying. Let me double check, mm-hmm. and then I'll see if I believe it or not. <laughs> that's just not, that's not a good, that's certainly not a submissive attitude yeah. to the one who's keeping watch over your soul. And it's not a Berean And attitude. it's not a Berean attitude. So don't lay it on the Bereans. You're not being a Berean yeah. unless you're receiving the word with eagerness. Mm-hmm examining the scriptures to see if such things were said. Mm-hmm. So be be like the Bereans, be eager yeah. to eat the word of God. Be eager so when this feast is laid out, you can't wait to get in the word and be just chewing on these things mm-hmm. over and over and you noticed that in the life of Jesus, right? There are people who were like we think of when we say the Bereans, but so the way we say Bereans uh-huh. isn't being Bereans; it's being like who
1: the accusers, the Pharisees, yeah, the Pharisees, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You want to share where you where it you? It was there? in Mark, yeah. So
1: one through four, I don't remember.
0: Well, the 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 one that I thought was it was from
1: Monday. That's all I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> was uh, in in Mark thirteen. Oh yeah. Uh, uh here's I think a really clear reference to it. Actually Mark chapter twelve, verse thirteen. And and they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. Uh, and you see that multiple times in Mark. Mm-hmm. These people are listening, but they're just listening right. in order to trap trap him. Mm-hmm. In order to catch them in order to uh so so that is again
1: not nice
0: well it's not nice but it's how we've often pictured or portrayed the bereans and that's actually what the pharisees are like yeah the pharisees are there listening but they're listening waiting for him to slip up waiting for him to make a mistake waiting for him to say anything so that they can use it against him yeah uh that that is not receiving with uh eagerness uh yeah yeah okay so this wasn't this was in what he was doing, not in what he was teaching, but in, in Mark chapter 3, uh, it says that they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. Yeah.
1: yeah. They were watching. They are
0: watching so, they could so that they could accuse. That was the whole point of them being there. Mm-hmm. And that's true later on in 12 when they're, yeah. they're listening to him. They're yeah. there. They're listening to trapping. They're watching yeah. to accuse him. And, and that's just not a help. But that, that is, unfortunately, yeah. the attitude that our culture just lays out. I mean, it's very much a cancer culture, trap culture, totally uh, world that we live in. So there, there is.
1: Oh man! Unfortunately, I was even in the church, the
0: you are waiting for and almost salivating for every teacher to mm-hmm. slip up, mm-hmm. and when they slip up, then you go. I knew that I knew, I knew, knew they that. were false the whole time. I didn't trust them the whole time. Yeah. Then I'm then you're going, "Well, why are you even listening to them?" Yeah. Uh well, were you listening to them like the Pharisees? Mm-hmm. And listening in order to be able to accuse them because the mm-hmm. only person that's ever right is is you. Mm-hmm. Uh or are you when you're listening to the word are you receiving it with with eagerness someone preaching the word? Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, you know, people say, "We well, you should you should be discerning." Right. And you should. But I mean, let's 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 Talk about discernment here for a second. Okay. Almost every time, not, oh, not every time, but the Bible far more encouraged, when it talks about discernment, it mm-hmm. talks about discerning yourself. Mm-hmm. Far more than it talks about
1: mm-hmm.
0: discerning, you know, we think we would think that discernment is all about listening to others. Mm-hmm. When when the Bible talks about discernment, it is almost always about you discerning your walk, mm-hmm. you discern how you're living, you test yourself, mm-hmm. you're always examining you. And I think for the most part, Christians do not do that. We are far more apt to to and and the the. The picture I always get is is that we're like vultures, yeah. just circling, waiting for mm-hmm. something to limp, mm-hmm. or for something to to die, so we can you know descend yeah. down on it. Uh, and and I just that is not the picture of discernment mm-hmm. that you see in in scripture, and certainly not the drive of why you're listening to people. Right. Or, or whatever so, so, yeah, I've seen some I think
1: it's especially we're coming from the reformed camp too we the world that mm-hmm. that we i just I've talked to you about this before, I remember you know, coming out of the church culture that we did growing up, the altar call type kind of church mm-hmm. that when I stumbled into the world of reformed theology, it was so refreshing to hear about doctrine and theology mm-hmm. and at the time i thought this is the answer <laughs> like these mm-hmm. are the people like this is what will solve all of what i grew up with yeah but being in that you start to see oh here there are there are problems here too and and i think
0: well the problem that that happens in that mm-hmm. in that framework and it's happened for myself is you begin to think that doctrine is then the proof of all godly growth yeah. Like if someone knows points of theology that they're obviously spiritually mature. Right. Wh- which what is interesting is that is is not what you see, uh, for example, in, in like 1 Timothy or in Titus when they're describing to you what the elders of the church are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't talk about all the theological points that mm-hmm. they should know. It does say they should be able to teach. So that is certainly right. out there. We- but what... That is certainly key, but yes. what does it talk about? It defines them as someone worthy to be appointed to lead the church. It's all character traits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all things like self-control, mm-hmm. like these being these disciplined people who are overseeing both their family and themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Hospitable, not drunkards. Yeah, I mean all these things that are character qualities mm-hmm. that are more than just points of theology. Which what we would do is we and and I've fallen prey to this, which is going that guy knows a lot of Bible. He must wow. be a good. He must yeah. yeah, yeah. And I felt that about. And I say that because that's how I used to judge my own spiritual yeah. growth, is yeah. I've learned more Bible, mm-hmm. I must be godlier. Mm-hmm. When if the goal, I mean, let's, let's face it, the Pharisees knew far more Bible than you know. Mm-hmm. Almost no matter who you are right now, <laughs> I guarantee the Pharisees knew more scripture, could quote more scripture than you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they didn't see Christ in the texts. Mm-hmm. They refused to see it because of where their hearts were uh and so as we are as we're looking at this and and examining what spiritual growth is we cannot just sort of put a stamp on if it's got doctrine mm-hmm. or if they're quoting scripture mm-hmm. that 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 is a sign of spiritual growth and as a pastor you know I've had to learn that the hard way you hear someone you hear someone who's you know uh coming from a church or is uh you know Growing in these theological points, you think they must be doing well. Mm-hmm. And then you come to find out, oh, that's just one area. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things mm-hmm. beyond just knowing your Bible that they right. might really be struggling with. Yeah. And, but if I as a pastor just go, they're okay because their theology is sound, I'm really doing a disservice to them mm-hmm. as, their, as their pastor. And, and that's true for us. Don't you agree, Jack? Mm, I woke up. You woke up? Mm-hmm. I don't even think I put you to bed. No, I'm playing there like that. No, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. What? Where's my
0: colors? Yeah, you better go get them. There they are. There they are. All right, we'll be right back. All right, he's down again. <laughs> so, so picking up where we left off. Let me just encourage you to in your grow in your knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. But you're not just growing in your knowledge you're growing in your knowledge of God that you might know him there's a there's a there's a purpose to it there is a godwardness to what you do and if you're if you think that your growth and and your knowledge is about how smart you can look or how much you know, doctrine you now know compared to all those other churches you used to go to and be in. Mm-hmm. It can lead to mm-hmm. a it can lead to a self-centered pride mm-hmm. that then leads to that type of Berean nature that we talked about is not really mm-hmm. what the Bereans were like. It's more like the the Pharisees we were just listening to people yeah. to try and trap them. And then even if they say, Well that's not what I meant or that's not what I said, we go, No, 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 no. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh and so it's not who
1: you want to be. It's not there's no joy. There's there. no
0: joy no joy and there's great joy and look the more bible you know and learn Mm -hmm. if you're learning it and 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 seeking these things for the right reasons for god's glory the happier you will be Mm -hmm. not the i mean you will be so sure of the lord and of his kingdom (laughs) And normally
1: the less you'll feel like you know And and you will not,
0: pride will not follow with it because you'll be like, I've been reading this over and over and I just saw this now for the first time, which is, it's so funny. I don't know how many times I've had to have that talk with, with, with church members to Mm -hmm. be like, when they get frustrated about something that someone's teaching or isn't teaching and this, and I go, when did, when did you realize that? Mm -hmm. And they are like, well, I was reading last week. And I'm Uh like, so for the entirety of your life up until that last week, and now you demand... That that everyone else must know this point. That that you would admit you only learned by the grace of God. Right. God had to teach you it. Yeah. And so anyway, just always, always remember that. Be like a genuine Berean. Mm -hmm. Be taking in God's word. Be eagerly going to the word of God, seeing these things in scriptures. Not that so that you might accuse others and not just so that you might be You know, uh, Miss Theology or Mister Theology or whatever, but so that you might know have a knowledge of the Holy One, Mm -hmm. that you might know God, and that that would lead to the joy of of yourself. Because there is a
1: joy in hearing a sermon and realizing this is true. Like you can hardly bear like the Mm -hmm. excitement of it that it, it resonates in your soul. It's right there in the text. It lines up with the law and the prophets. It's yes. all
0: connected. Yeah, and don't get us wrong. We're not saying you shouldn't be discerning about anybody. Right. We know you should test the spirits. Totally. We know, of course. But when you're looking at our 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 world right now, mm-hmm. the danger doesn't seem to be on no one's no one's testing anybody. Not in our world. Uh, like the, there's two dangers. Yes. The one we don't hear about. So yes. we hear a lot about discerning what you're listening to. Yeah. Uh, and there are a lot of people who don't discern what they're listening to. Right. There are. Uh but, but we also <laughs> see a lot that is this call for what you don't necessarily see in the text. So mm-hmm. let me tell you, Christian, our our desire here is discern yourself. Mm-hmm. Be examining yourself. What is your heart when you go to God's Word? Are you truly like a Berean, are you coming eagerly to hear the word of God preached, so that you might examine the scriptures and see what it is? What's funny is actually in that story with the Bereans, some Jews came later that then stirred up the crowd against Paul, mm. uh, and that's when Paul and them had to to leave and all this. So, so be like those at the beginning, or eagerly examining God's word, mm. uh, that you might you might feast on it. Just just guard your hearts with that so
1: anyway yeah that's good about yeah i just i loved it when you pointed that out to me because i i remember hearing about that for the first time to be like a brilliant like back in yeah I i
0: remember when i was first hearing that doing that it was this it was this very soured thing they gave that i thought every time someone spoke yes. that when i loved it i had to temper my love <laughs> i did too and be like i better go back and search every text that i can find to see if they're a big fat liar <laughs> and so the whole time the spirit is is stirring me to love uh-huh, uh-huh. this word to be eat look at you know that's laying out this meal and i've had this false vision mm. of the scriptures it's telling me no, no, no. Bar your mouth yeah. until you get the nutritional data. Check it right until yeah. you're able to pull up the calories. And you know this is you know, this is the word being laid out. Eat, feast on it, because with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you will know when it's not. Yes, you will know. The Spirit will does give you the knowledge of the truth. Yes. There this and is this is why both first John and Peter they are encouraging that there's like look, beware these false teachers. But we know mm-hmm. that you know they're false teachers. You know
1: what? I was just thinking about that this week that that's one thing I think is really lacking in the the big discernment portion of the internet is that that no, you know the Holy
0: Spirit. Tr- the Holy Spirit does nothing, and if we didn't have these, yeah, and, people, or only
1: this person can discern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not trusting that the Holy Spirit that's in them mm-hmm. is in you. That that there aren't red flags going off when you read something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Trust the Spirit in in people's lives.
0: Yeah, and we won't even get into the fact that just because someone has a failure, even in certain issues, doesn't mean. Uh, that, that like if, if they don't agree with you 100 percent on everything that they're obviously have have given up the gospel yeah. totally and we're always fake which is another which is another <laughs> problem that we have which is that we just throw everything under the umbrella of well they've lost the gospel
1: well it's cancel culture in the Christian and world. it's cancel
0: culture that's exactly what it is uh-huh. there, it, the, we have taken on the world because just like I mean it gets clicks it gets talk it gets mm-hmm. whatever uh, we've taken on the 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 world has shaped us into doing mm-hmm. into doing that. Yeah. Uh, when you compare, like the reformers and the Puritans, who are laboring mm-hmm. to bring the church back and holding on to the, like for example, the reformers holding on to the the Catholic Church till the very end, mm-hmm. and then having to say, look, this can't we can't do anything with this? They're rejecting this, and, and mm-hmm. uh so anyway, just. Just, be, just being not having that cancel culture. Yeah, sort of feel. I think
1: um, more than ever, like right now, the church needs to be unified. Yeah, well, I mean, at least trying to be. Yeah,
0: what does you say in John seventeen that it's our unity that the, that is going to allow the world to know that that He was sent from God mm-hmm. and that God loves Him and loves us. Yeah, so. So that unity is absolutely essential to the pro- to the progress of the kingdom of mm-hmm. Christ. It's the tool that he'll use, and it's no surprise that when that unity is gone uh that people look at us like, "I don't think there's anything crazy about the Christian world that looks just like ours yeah i mean they're just they're just like a a larger version of our Thanksgiving dinner table mm-hmm. uh you know, so just throwing accusations around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one likes anybody mm-hmm. uh, so um yeah. We don't want to. We do not want. We do not want to be that. I don't think that's what Scripture calls us to. Um, so
1: mm-hmm. anyway, just be patient with each other. Oh yeah, yeah. give, yeah. The, give I mean, God time go, to just sanctify go to, people. Go to 1 Corinthians thirteen,
0: and and see. Let that be the thing that guides how you view mm-hmm. view others. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway there will be a time that you do need to drop uh discerning realities mm-hmm. and name names like you <laughs> did to start this out um but uh we that that isn't our that isn't our default and our assumption that mm-hmm. you know there there's just a, a remnant and and it, it's probably us and maybe a couple other people mm-hmm.
1: uh so anyway
0: there's so much more I want to talk about that, but I'll, I'll cut myself off.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a good little nugget about the Bereans.
0: Be like a Berean. Yeah, that's where we're A want real to go. Berean. Be like a real Berean. <laughs> uh, so that encourages anyway.
1: me because it's just been a, a little bit since you mentioned it to me. You pointed that out in the text, and I was like, what? <laughs> that's not what
0: I thought. <laughs> that's not, I thought the Bereans <laughs> were like this noble sages
1: <laughs> that knew more mm-hmm. than the, all the pastors. Yeah, I
0: so. guess. Paul. (laughs) But, yeah.
1: So what else did we want to talk about? Well, real quickly... um, Oh,
0: no. You said quickly. Well,
1: I don't even know because we have so many recordings now. I don't know how long we've been talking. Who cares? Um, We were going to talk about college.
0: Yeah, I'm going to college. (laughs) No, what do you want to talk about with college?
1: What do you think about college?
0: Oh, golly. Don't get me started. (laughs) Uh, Okay, if you want to know... Okay, you guys don't care. Um... (laughs) If you wanna know what I think about college, I think that for one, the idea going around right now is I wanna get my kids into any college somehow, some way.
1: Yeah. And I, I I mean we're at a point where we're at a real we're at a real crossroads, if you will, mm-hmm. right now. Like this is a good time to yeah, really Yeah, oh yeah, to really that's see That's why we're talking You about can this.
0: see. You're seeing Probably in if you checked your kids' Facebook pages, uh, or you're seeing the previous generation that's just like we just want to get our kids in college, don't care where. Uh, so I especially think of this, like with, I hear it with athletics a lot. Like yeah. wherever they get a scholarship is uh-huh. where they're going to go, and I'm like, I will, I will match the scholarship that that university is willing to give you yeah. if you will not send your kid there. Because, because especially if I know your kid, right. like I love this child, and they're going to just poison it right. with you not there, right. for the next four years yeah. at least of their life, hanging out with ungodly people mm-hmm. at the at the university, having having lived in in your house, uh, and then companion fools will come to ruin. So all of this, uh, yeah. So people say things like, "Where if they wherever they get," and so. They they invest in all these extracurricular activities all for the goal of getting some amount of scholarship money mm-hmm. so they can go somewhere. And, and anywhere. I, anywhere. And I just don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I yeah. don't know why. Look, I taught uh, ACT and college prep stuff for free in our community. I, I do it anytime anybody's interested. Uh, we will talk about college and getting ready for life and all of this but i i always tell them like college is not just the answer Mm -mm. and so just go anywhere because you've got to get a degree there are a lot of a lot of christians out there with degrees who in college really just had their faith
1: well let's talk about me okay I went to the University of Oklahoma. I'm
0: wearing University of Oklahoma shorts, which we right love now.
1: OU, but I was mocked. I had my I was laughed at by whole classes and by professors. I can think of that happening two or three times, um, and and my faith was totally pummeled. Um, With things I'd never heard of.
0: And you were coming home on the weekends. Yes. And getting refreshed back with the community. Right. Yeah. I
1: came home like every weekend.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And came to my home church. But yeah, things I'd never heard of that I was not... That, that made me question so many things about my faith. I mean, I held on to it by like a thread.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I still did the things I knew I was supposed to do and said the things I knew I was supposed to say but it was dark times mm-hmm. and that was in the year of the the year of 2001 yeah so
0: so think of the progress in these last 19 and years and
1: how about you you went to a Christian college what was your experience well
0: like? uh, I mean my I didn't get a lot of course like uh, there were even at my Christian college mm-hmm. there were professors that were not Mm-hmm. Biblically sound. Who mm-hmm. would then show us all these things? I had, by the Lord's grace, already grown up in some pretty solid mm-hmm. uh, stuff, and and knew the dangers mm-hmm. of of what they were, what they were saying. I was being very berean about it, <laughs> uh, and and so even at my Christian college, there, there were multiple professors mm-hmm. who especially, well, even in the theology department and also out of the, especially out of the theology department, mm-hmm. that were very nominal believers mm-hmm. at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and let, that, let that be known. And, and, and really, the big problem is, even at the Christian college, everything wasn't taught from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. It was just taught by a Christian. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't taught like, okay, here's your math. How does math... You know, how do we do math? Who,
1: who even invented math?
0: No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how do we see in math, how do we gain a knowledge of God through math? What right. does math itself teach us right. about who our God is? And therefore, how do we do math in light of that? How yeah. about history? How about, again, all taught by Christians. So uh-huh. they're not denying God, but they're not coming at these things. Mm-hmm. From, so what does that do? That's teaching you that the only aspect of your life that that... God is a part of is the theology side,
1: yeah, which the, goes back to our whole our whole thing of go to church Sunday, yeah, live in the world the rest, yeah, of, the rest of the week, of the week. Mm-hmm.
0: and so uh, and it's even it's even more said now because there's so much money and social push behind it that more and more churches or mm-hmm. not churches but schools mm-hmm. are are cow mm-hmm. to the to the current ethos of our culture yeah, and are just throwing anything out that they need to throw out to keep students coming in because it is, it is about money Mm -hmm. for a lot of, of them and money from the government normally, Mm -hmm. federal government, which is a huge part of, Mm uh, or money from student enrollment, whatever. They don't want any bad press. They don't want, you know, there's no standing up for what's right. Uh, and so they'll just, They'll just cave on all these things and hire whoever they need to hire and uh and and it's not a you know a nehemiah type effort mm-hmm. there standing with the sword and the trowel mm. uh it's it's just uh, uh doing what they need to do to make it yeah. to get through and that, and that's true at christian you i mean at, at the at liberal universities at public universities i mean it's just you might as well just send your kids to Babylon. Mm-hmm.
1: It is sending your kids to Babylon. Yeah, yeah. And that's not an exaggeration.
0: No, no. It, it, if you think it's an exaggeration, you need to... You
1: should go check Babylon out sometime. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You should <laughs> go to God. Babylon sometime. Walk walk through there just with a sign that says, you know, the Lord reigns uh, and see how <laughs> that goes. Um, I
1: dare you. I want, I so want I'm, people to do that. So
0: be discerning about college. Really, I would say step back and look at what you think the the progress of your children's life is supposed to be anyway Mm -hmm. i mean i i've already told our kids that they're not gonna leave and go to college (laughs) that they'll leave when they get married that's when they'll quit clinging to their father and their mother (laughs) and then they'll they'll go so already i'm probably on a different page than many of you right (laughs) here But this idea, just in general, of our kids turn eighteen, that, oh, you sort this of this is
1: what you do. And this is
0: you send them out into this yeah. into this world, especially given the fact that most parents would say they have not done a great job discipling their kids. Mm-hmm. And the world has discipled their kids and then they send them off into the world without them and then they wonder why their kids continue to just follow um, the world. So we've got these formative formative years of their life. And that's not the time to quit talking to them about God. Yeah. That's the time. It's a
1: weird age. To that talk we, very much that we about. That Yeah.
0: So you're about to determine your career. We all say that's what college is for. Determ- yeah. You don't know you don't know what your major is going to be yet. You're going to determine that. But then we send them to a place that is totally godless and hope that they're going to determine their career. Mm-hmm. Uh through all yeah. this education that has nothing to do and with it. And don't God.
1: think that these professors don't have a religion.
0: Oh, they do. Especially yeah. as a neo-Marxist religion right now. They have
1: a, a religion. A, a woke religion. And an agenda. Yes. And they are Because everybody.
0: Because everyone has a religion and an agenda. Yes. And so they're all. Either you're sending it's them to. It's not passive. There's nobody's passive. It's
1: not like. Oh, they're just going to learn history
0: from this guy. Yeah, it'll be totally neutral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Not going to (laughs) happen. Their life is one lived in rejection of God. Yeah. And they have to teach that in order to validate themselves Mm -hmm. and the choices that they've made. And they're going to teach your kids that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, anyway, don't let your kids go to college until they're married with another godly person (laughs) who can encourage them. If they're going to leave, let them be living with a a,
1: helpmate. A
0: helpmate. (laughs) Until that time. And there's so, there's so, online yeah, schools plenty. Yeah, right. there's no there's no reason there's not a necessity anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: to to send them. And and it used to be that the first year had to be lived on campus mm-hmm. in many institutions, and thankfully that is no longer the case. But think about what that meant. Mm-hmm. First year, if your kids want to come to school here, they cannot be with you. Right. They cannot, they have to, what is that trying to do? It's trying to assimilate them into a culture. They have to be on campus that yeah. first year. And you know what? Because what is that? What is that gonna if they're there the first year, they're not going to leave the second year. Mm-hmm. They've got to be there on campus. Let us get our hooks in them mm-hmm. and the, and detach them from you. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I have to say, like, that's one reason I didn't go straight to OU. Because I didn't want to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I lived at home. And I went to a community college, and even that that year was so much more stable. Mm-hmm. I was still with my parents. Mm-hmm. I would go to a class, but then I'd come back home.
0: And and all of this comes back to just our. I think we might. Have, I don't know if we talked about this. Just the the sort of cultural view of marriage that we take, mm-hmm. which is that of course you got to send them to college because they got to do their college thing and their career thing, and then they get married. Yeah. I think we flipped it. I think it needs you. to be like someone becomes an adult, uh, they they get they find a, a godly boy or girl, get married, and then that's when they leave the home, and uh, and do and do do the rest. So yeah,
1: uh,
0: yeah. I wouldn't. I think we've already we've already given up so much. Mm-hmm the world and how we view how life is supposed to work itself out. You know out.
1: what? There's I don't you don't hear about many people who don't just go with the system and go with whatever the culture is doing. Think most
0: people just don't even
1: think about it. Well, but th- there's like a few I can think of and they have almost been persecuted but just questioned by everyone. There's mm-hmm. there's one girl in particular I'm thinking of that um it, it's it's not like accepted that she's just staying home with her parents and Mm. uh, she feels it, it, it's just kind of funny that we mm-hmm. do that to kids. Yeah,
0: it's almost like this. Come, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's almost seen as weak. Or what it is is it, they, they say like, well, your parents are they're indoctrinating you, or, yeah. and it's like, of course they are. That's their <laughs> that's job. My mom. Uh, so what do you want? Like, and that's what you want to know. Like, <laughs> why do you think I need to be away from them? And it's often you need to live your life. It's a very subversive mindset mm-hmm. that says you know this is that why. makes me
1: real kind of ticked off. Like
0: we started out mad, you ended mad.
1: <laughs> it makes me mad. This happens I mean in a different way, like on American Idol. You have these oh, kids come in. We
0: just reached a new low. I'm sorry. I don't want to apologize everything. <laughs> Those of you who are being berean about this, you can just go ahead and
1: <laughs> Okay, just let me tell let me say this real quick. So this contestant will come on and they are living a lifestyle that their family does not accept.
0: Normally homosexual Yes. Yeah.
1: And like their dad's a pastor and they have oh, yeah. this terrible story of that my family wouldn't they abandoned accept
0: me. me, they wouldn't accept me. And you've got
1: these three knucklehead judges.
0: Never seen them before. Never and are probably seen gonna vote no kid. on them
1: And they're like, Oh, we'll we we'll be your family. You are loved, you're accepted here yeah. and I'm like baloney, you don't know this kid.
0: We almost had to edit that out. <laughs> you made this face, I was like, What are you about to say?
1: What are you <laughs> Anyway, it makes me r- real mad <laughs>
0: well, the world is always always being subversive toward parents it
1: is it makes me mad
0: uh, we're just playing downhill um but
1: anyway, anyway, yeah, college is stupid <laughs>
0: <laughs> college can be great it can. it can be an asset, but the <laughs> the the purpose of college is different from what we've often seen it as. It mm-hmm. is a time to invest wholly. And there are only a few colleges that I would even, even think about think about letting my kids go to at all.
1: Are you gonna say what they are? Well
0: one of them is in a, say New St Andrews. I New mean, Saint New St Andrews and in Moscow, in Moscow Idaho. Idaho. I mean I would I I would
1: You would almost go there for however many years to let them go to school and then
0: Well that's just weird too. Um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, but those those are, so you could check them out because what you're going to see in their videos uh, or in, is... Or if you go
1: there and tour the campus. What I'm
0: trying to say, I'm just talking about how to think of college and colleges that have thought about it the right way. I'm not trying to send you there. I'm saying these are the type of places that are, that are recognizing... Mm-hmm. this is how you need it. So you can't just go, I'll send them to the local Baptist college. You can't do that. No. I'll send them to the local Christian college. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You cannot. Uh, I've gone to one of the most conservative ones in the nation. Let me tell you, it's not a place you just want to send your kids to. Mm-hmm. And, and I could talk to you about the student life there mm-hmm. and what students were doing, Christian students. Mm-hmm. and And you had non-Christians there because... You had secular job things and sports, sports yeah. and they and these kids they just went to the college they could get the sports scholarship too and I mean I could tell you stories about what the baseball players did uh, uh and with your little daughters so we could talk about it all day long <laughs> if you want to think about it I'll just send them to a to a school but uh anyway um this this is there's a there's a different way to think about it mm-hmm and we need to see our role with our kids as one that we carry through until we give them up which is even seen in the marriage ceremony right mm-hmm. it's so funny like who gives away this woman to be wed and normally you gave her away 6 or 7 years ago she hadn't been in the home she hadn't she's been off doing whatever what are you giving up mm-hmm. you haven't you haven't been overseeing her uh, and the world's told you that she becomes an adult at 18 and steps out from under you mm-hmm. and just sort of lives whatever. And um, so anyway, yeah, oversee your parents, arrange their marriages, all, or oversee your kids, arrange <laughs> your marriages, all that stuff. And, and everything will be better. So, And then, then they can go to college. That's our tip. That's our tip on college. Uh, if you'd like to talk about college more, you can send us emails, <laughs> as I'm sure some of you will. Uh, some of our friends will be like, no, wait, explain this to me. Like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> it is different. And these are things that I know. I, Like I said, I'm very much a college guy. Mm. I we love education. Edu- I like, we love education. I love education. I would still be at seminary if I could be. Yeah. Uh, if I just had my druthers. Mm-hmm. But I understand... Also, the danger behind those things, mm-hmm. especially in how the 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 grid through which you're viewing just the life processes mm-hmm. and your kids coming out of the home and entering the world, and that there might be a better way to do it. Yeah,
1: it's just another what, area
0: than what godless culture tells us is that, the steps.
1: Yeah, and you don't even realize you're swimming. Yeah, I don't know down, how many. Downstream? I don't know how
0: many uh, how many Christian young people I've just said like get married now.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you waiting a year? To mm-hmm. Get married so you can have a certain venue and address and a type of ceremony like get married now and then do the, then do the ceremony later yeah. i don't care you get married, enjoy the benefits of marriage and and not the temptations that come when mm-hmm. you are betrothed to one another mm-hmm. uh and probably pre betrothal as well so mm-hmm. d- do not let the marriage bed burn. Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't talk about that. People don't talk about that. So just so we'll just wait another year and be better to wait and fit this cycle of marriage and whatever that the world tells us we should have instead of look, I love you, I'm gonna marry you, you're a godly man, you're a godly woman, we love each other, let's swear fidelity to each other right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Like right now. Yeah. Uh and, and then enjoy the benefits of that. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, so we've I'm sorry. To, to, I
1: think we've talked about that I'm on our marriage, to, our I'm anniversary. Really good, a little bit.
0: I talk about it a lot.
1: Yeah, well, it's because I that. have
0: to talk to people about it a lot. Yeah, and, and it's they look not, at me like,
1: what? It's like I've never, I never. heard And then that. it's like this
0: veil comes off right. their eyes, and they're like,
1: thank you. And it's the same <laughs> yeah. with college. Like it's just you've never thought outside mm-hmm. of the the. Yeah, I don't want to say think outside the box. And what's so funny cliche.
0: is, is as Christians, you'll hear this. And some of us will be like, like you said, that fear of weirdness. Yeah. That you're going to want to go, uh, because you've so bought into that that you don't want to look different by, right. you don't want someone to think you're the, like some for, sort of weird Christian Amish thing.
1: This it, It's failing. Obviously failing. But you don't want to look weird. Turn on the
0: TV and see where your kids are going <laughs> to well, be. see
1: how many of the church kids in your local church yeah. are still going to church yeah, yeah. after they go to college.
0: Yeah. Uh, instead... They went to college and quit going to church, mm-hmm. started living with their boyfriends, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the good kids mm-hmm. at church yeah. from good families. Um, so
1: anyway, yeah.
0: there's, a, there's another way. There's a, prepare, there's a way to prepare your kids to be out of your home, mm-hmm. and that's to prepare them for marriage, uh, and then a way to prepare them for pursuing th- what life is going to be like when they do leave you. What, is, what are they going to give their life to? And it can't just be about what makes the most money. It can't just be about what they, like. How can, they, how can they glorify God? Mm-hmm. And to know how they can glorify God, they've got to know Him. Mm-hmm. And so knowing God has to be central to making that decision on what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so go to a place that will sow that seed of faithfulness as they're making the decisions for what they're going to do for the rest of their life. Mm. All right. Well, it's your turn to do surprise jello salad cuz I did it last time.
1: Oh, I always forget this. Oh my. Do goodness. you have any others you could pull off the top of your head? I'm pregnant. Okay. You have pregnancy brain. Y-
0: yes. Yeah. What has been your favorite thing about pregnancy this pre- this pregnancy? And what has been your least favorite thing
1: about this pregnancy?
0: You can go least or or favorite in of that this order. This pregnancy, this pregnancy, which is ending. I mean, by the time we record our next podcast, you'll probably have a baby. Maybe, maybe, maybe baby. Yeah, or, or knowing us, we might record one tomorrow.
1: Um, gosh, babe, that's a good question. I I was thinking today this might you know I was feeling the baby kick and it's like the miserable end. It's I hard. feel like
0: the baby hates me because every time we like <laughs> cuddle or get close, that's when I get a boom
1: back.
0: It's, like, ah, it's very Freudian. That's my uh, mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but I was thinking today, this might be my last two weeks ever. You know, you just don't to have
0: a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Although knowing you, you might also well, be thinking, it's going to be, I could, be. Mean, I could die. I, I could die. I'm going to have a baby in the next couple weeks it's and a, I could be the last two weeks of my life. It's a big deal. And it's going to be lived with a, I thought you were going to dedicate it to the, to the strap around your belly.
1: Oh, I should do that next time.
0: Okay. We won't tell, we'll talk about that this oh. time. What's been your favorite, least favorite thing? I'll tell you my favorite you, thing. Yeah, you go. My favorite thing is you. <laughs> no, uh. My I would say You know I'm weepy today, don't yes, make me cry. That's true. My least favorite thing about this pregnancy uh I'm not gonna talk about that. That would be unwise on my part. So I will say my my favorite thing. Uh I just feel like we've been able to really just relax together mm-hmm. in this. And sort mm-hmm. of really walk closer mm-hmm. together in this pregnancy than in some of the others. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so it's been easier to take on some of the, and I feel like I've been more attuned to yes. to keeping you from being overburdened. Definitely. Uh, and so, and that's part been of the that most been, thing. so it's been enjoyable to serve you. It's
1: been you being here, mm-hmm. like we've talked about before. Like you've seen, yeah, you've seen how much it takes to keep the house going and. To home, I mean, I remember I trying to homeschool and do everything. Yeah. So the, that, I think I would agree with you. <laughs> the same. You can't
0: do that. You can't no. just steal all my answers. I'm going to say the worst thing. You're going say I agree with that as well. So.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so least favorite?
1: Okay. So I think probably my least favorite thing is just being limited near the end.
0: Um, and.
1: Not being able to, to work like I like to work. Which is so funny. That just proves how far I've come. I think, yeah, I think the limiting. I, I used to just want to put my feet up. <laughs> and now I, it bugs me She's that I can't. tired of it, yeah. I can't clean like I want to clean. Like, I'm like, just relax. Like, I'm tired of relaxing. Yeah, like, I've got do... when did I become that woman yeah. that wants to, like, get up and do laundry? When you
0: couldn't. Get up and do it. It's easy to be that woman. But I'm not,
1: i There was a time when I was like, That's "This true. is awesome. This. <laughs> Get to watch TV all yeah. day." Um, but also, in to take that further, like it, it's hard to trust the Lord in like this season of our kids' life because mm. I feel as a mom, like I'm not making them the food that I want to make, and I'm not doing school as well, and I'm not reading aloud as much, and I just you don't. I don't want to I, I don't want them to think I'm phoning it in Mm-mm. or that I, I don't want them picking up things. well
0: they've been seeing. they've been talking to me
1: about like <laughs> you feel like she's even trying? To, you know, yeah, really so, I think just dealing with the even false guilt of that of of just accepting the limitations and being thankful to God like it's a it's a discipline, just like in any other area. Um, where you just have to, to trust him and, and you have to speak truth to yourself and not listen to yourself. So that's been a good practice. But then my favorite thing is definitely kind of on the flip side of that is just seeing the whole family come together Mm -hmm. and they, they do go with it. They've, they've learned to work harder. Um, we're cleaning better as a family. Yeah and one of my friends really encouraged me this week who's had to learn to do life with a chronic health issue that uh one of the things that she had to learn was to be a happy wagon rider mm. a cheerful wagon mm. rider so your family is serving you in ways that are sometimes even embarrassing like you're tired of having to to point out all the things like that it can't makes you feel pick up bad cuz
0: i can't bend over and get that yeah
1: like so. I've asked...
0: Where do you want me to put it? Just where I can touch it. Right. Yeah?
1: <laughs> yeah. So you feel bad to constantly be like...
0: Can you get that dirt Can pile you get again? that? Yeah. Could
1: you? Could someone get me a drink? But to just do it cheerfully, to be like a, a real super happy mm-hmm. person who's stuck in the wagon and say, hey, you mind getting me a drink and hey. just not being guilty. Yeah. And So I told her, like, this from now on, I'm just going to, when y'all walk in the room gonna smile and wave be like hey i'm in my wagon i'm in my wagon i'm happy
0: <laughs> yeah long only, only gonna say yeah <laughs> start driving the wagon <laughs> It'll be okay. yeah all right well that's good stuff yeah. hopefully you know maybe next time i think you would say hopefully by our next episode we have a baby
1: yeah
0: i think you'd be ready to have it tonight if you could but
1: we might have a couple more before then a couple
0: more babies. Couple oh. more episodes. I was, like,
1: I was thinking we should just do it live in the labor and delivery room. Oh, that would be podcast. fun. Yeah. Would y'all yeah. like that? I didn't hear anything. <laughs> just let us know. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going to do, do that. that, that no thanks.
0: But it would be actually fun if I can get her on <laughs> state All. <laughs> Loopy as all get out. It's really funny. Uh, that that I might record like <laughs> to for our special uh, for our subscribers for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, if we ever do Patreon. Um, anyway, uh, all right, guys. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, we really just our desire coming into this was to encourage you guys to be Bereans in the in the word. We wanted to just show you guys the. God's word is a real treat to just to just feast on, to just dive in. And I hope that we've done that. Uh, can't wait uh, to talk about God's word some more with you guys. Life and um, anyway, thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.